What is going on, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome to another episode of Tuffy Talk here. We are excited today here. We got something a little bit different here because, as, as I'm sure you probably do know, coming up here this Monday night, uh, we got the Frozen Finley game, NC State versus UNC in Carter Finley Stadium on the Frozen Puddle on Carter Finley Field itself. It's going to be in, insane to say the least. So, uh, we got with us here today the captain of the Ice Pack, Victor Hugo. Hugo, thanks for uh, visiting us here, my man. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on. I'm uh, excited to do this. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. So obviously, you know, the the biggest thing of today is obviously um, previewing the game here Monday night. But obviously, too, wanted to kind of review the season, kind of let the fans learn a little bit about you as well, because, you know, definitely some things you know, really st- stood out to me, especially uh, on senior night, which we'll talk about a little bit here. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, just kind of start off here, kind of start from the back and we'll kind of work our way up here. But, you know, kind of taking a look back. Um, at this season so you know obviously going into the season obviously uh you know uh, there was you know a lot of guys that were lost uh you know from from last year's senior class for sure um but you know i, I think it going into the season you know knowing that i think our average age is only like 19 and a half so a very young team uh you know what was you know your kind of uh well first of all i guess let, let's take let, let's let's kind of even take a step back even further uh so because obviously before you being the captain was uh chris solomon uh, was captain for a couple of years so what was your uh initial reaction when you got the news that you were going to be named captain and uh, i mean was that something that uh you know that that you had aspirations to be even going into the season you know what was kind of your initial reaction to that yeah um i mean i definitely I definitely always like taking a leadership role, um, not to, I guess, like to my own horn, but I, I like being uh, a part of the, that leadership crew. And I think I do a pretty good job of, um, you know, getting the guys and getting the guys ready and, you know, mm-hmm. making them know what they need to do. So yeah. when, uh, when Tim told me that I was going to be the captain, I was really excited. Um, and I mean, I know I had some, some big shoes to fill from previous years because obviously you have Chris Solomon, Eric Todd, um, Cam Mazikowski, all these guys have been really great leaders and they've built the organization to, you know, mm-hmm. the big organization that it is today. So, yeah, uh, I was pretty nervous, but I was excited and um, just ready to start the season, honestly. Absolutely. Well, and obviously, kind of jumping in season, it started off on a fast pace going to having to face Liberty uh, at their own house, for sure, which, I mean, Liberty has always been, uh, you know, one of the, I mean, really good teams that, that at NC State Ice Pack have faced on a yearly basis. Um, so, uh, you know, kind of take me through in terms of, uh, you know, what did you feel, you know, kind of going into the season were the expectations that this team had? set for herself at the beginning of the season then how do you feel that you guys did kind of uh starting off the season in terms of uh you know from a growth perspective and from a performance perspective yeah so obviously when we started the season um we kind of had the same objectives that we always do we wanted to win accs we wanted to go to regionals and then make it to nationals um and you know going into the season as you said we we did lose a lot of guys we lost a lot of our top scorers uh parker zarek riley johnson Chris Solomon. So, um, we did have a young team, uh, they kind of didn't know what to expect. Um, and then we always play Liberty that first weekend. It's always a good test to just get us going. Um, cause they're obviously a super good team. Yeah. So we have to be hot right out the gate, but, um, yeah, so the goals were the same, but, um, unfortunately the first half of the season didn't go as planned. We kind of started a little bit too slow, um, kind of dug ourselves in a hole. But this second semester, we've finally been able to turn it up, um, win some games. And unfortunately, 
uh, didn't get the ACC title, but we still have regionals and hopefully nationals. Yeah. Well, especially, I mean, just like you were saying, I mean, at one point during the season, you guys were six and 12, but you ended the season actually with a winning record of uh, 15 and 13 heading into the playoffs. So definitely. Uh, and again, it goes to show because, uh, you know, I know for myself, probably a lot of fans were at the uh, the uh, the backyard brawl at uh, PNC Arena versus UNC. And, uh, you know, and, and to be honest, because, again, a little bit of background by myself. I mean, again, I started playing hockey when I was seven, played defense, just like yourself, you go and uh, loved it and uh, played all the way through most of high school and uh, even played some adult league and refereed for eight years. So been very involved with the ice hockey uh, during my uh, childhood and, and years for sure. So uh, but so to me, from my opinion, uh, the UNC game of the backyard brawl, it just kind of seemed like that the whole ice pack team was just kind of playing on its heels. Like, you know, it just seemed uh, that, you know, UNC was for most of the game was just the aggressor and just, you know, really putting the pressure on, uh, I think it was Isaac uh, Toyer who, who's, who played that game. Yeah. And, uh, but then, you know, just a couple of, uh, you know, bounces went our way uh, against UNC and we, you know, fought back into it, you know, coming back from bring de- being down three, nothing, to, you know, being only one goal away from tying it, um, you know, what was your kind of initial reaction, you know, from that game? And, uh, you know, did you kind of come out with, it with a little bit of juice, which I feel like kind of led to this quick turnaround, uh, you know, to be like, you know, we were down three nothing, but then, you know, we, we turned it around in third period and we're only one one goal away from getting this thing tied and heading to overtime. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, starting back with, We've we've always had a big rivalry with UNC, but previous years um, we've always had like a lot more skill than them. But this year they uh, they really stepped it up, and they've been the games between us have always been pretty good. So I think um, you know it's tough because since we've always been kind of dominant in those games, it was it was different to see them take the lead and have the lead. So yeah. Um, and we knew we knew at that point once we lost that game at PNC, um, we knew that our season was really on the brink of being done. Um, if we went into next semester and we started losing more, we probably wouldn't have uh, a ranking to go to regionals. We would have been the last seed in the ACC, so things weren't looking good. So we kind of just kind of just bared down, realized that our backs were against the wall, and we have to turn the season around. Um, and thankfully, we did. Some guys stepped up, and we were able to get some wins under our belt. So what was, uh, you know, like, was there ever any kind of like player meetings per se? Like, you know, what, what would you say was, you know, kind of the driving force? So was it just simply this, that everybody just understood where they were from, uh, you know, a situational perspective? Yeah, we definitely had some meetings. Um, we had some meetings all throughout the first semester, especially just to figure out, you know, what was going on. Cause we couldn't seem to, to seem to figure out our scoring situation. We were getting a ton of chances, but we just couldn't really convert. Um, so we kept having those meetings and then obviously PNC's at the end of November. So we get the month of December off mm-hmm. and we use that to really just reset. Um, we had some practices during that time, but we kind of just took a break, um, just hit the reset button to come back and come back fresh and, and hot for uh, that first showcase in January. Yeah. So, so in that kind of, uh, you know, kind of taking a pause here to kind of help understand, you know, understand, cause it's something which even I want to kind of understand a little bit more as well, but obviously it's definitely a little bit unique with uh, your, you know, with the scheduling for, for ice hockey, where you kind of have two sessions kind of almost of a sort or two parts to your season where you have, you know, the late fall, you know, early winter uh, season, and then you have the, you know, the early spring season you know where you pick up in january so like 
is there anything that kind of goes into it in terms of like, is there a reason necessarily behind that? Or like, you know, just, is, is it just kind of a way kind of how it works out that if you want to play this much hockey, if you want to play 30 something games that it just doesn't really work to have, to fit it all in one piece per se. Like, you know, is, is there, is there, is there a reason for that break in December? Um, the main reason for that break is mostly due to the school year. Since we are a club sport, um, we have a lot of our guy, and most of our guys are from the area, but a decent amount are, uh, you know, from out of town, like myself. Um, and especially the freshmen, when they when school's over, um, they have to head home for the winter because the dorms close, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's mainly just that because we wouldn't have all our guys uh, during winter break. So it's just nice that we get that break. They can go back home, relax, and then once school mm-hmm. starts up again, once the dorms open, um, they just kind of resume the season. Okay. And actually too, that's actually kind of a great thing too. So where are you originally from and uh, you know, what's your hockey background, you know, uh, you know, kind of give us a little bit of insight in terms of your history before NC state. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I'm from Arlington, Virginia. It's uh, just a city right outside DC. And, you know, I started playing hockey when I was like five years old, Um, started playing since we're so close to where the Caps play. I actually was playing youth hockey in a lot of their programs um, and I ultimately ended up playing AAA for the Washington Little Caps up until my U18 year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't decide to play. Ju- I didn't want to play juniors. Um, I kind of just wanted to go to school and get my education right. So I was just looking around for schools. Um, I'm an engineer, so I was looking for good engineering schools. NC State came on the map. I saw the campus. I fell in love with it. It's beautiful. Um, and then, yeah, I just decided to come here and it's been great so far. Well, and, and you know, and, and just to confirm too, because you're, you're a mechanical engineer, correct? Aerospace. Aerospace. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and so, so what got you? And so, I mean, just, I mean, you know, I, I know this isn't really kind of an engineering podcast per se, but just for my own curiosity, since I graduated chemical engineering, what got, what, what, what made you choose aerospace? Uh, in high school, I was just really interested in, I, I either wanted to be mechanical or aerospace because I was really interested in kind of that aspect. I yeah. took a couple. I took a couple of design classes in high school, um, so that kind of cemented that I was going to do either one. Mm-hmm. And then I ultimately chose aerospace just because you know I I was really interested in like the jets, like you know the F thirty five, Lockheed Martin, and Northrop Grumman, all that kind of stuff. I just thought that was really mm-hmm. cool, and that's ultimately what I want to end up doing in my life, just working for one of those companies. That's awesome. Good deal. And we'll, and we'll kind of talk a little bit more about that, uh, you know, here at the end, but, uh, you know, kind of picking back up, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that definitely makes sense with the, with the break and, uh, you definitely, again, I mean, you know, once, once January came around, I mean, I'm looking at the, the schedule here. I mean, you, you started off with one loss against Lindenwood, but then you went on a, I think I'm counting here off the top of my eight game winning streak all the way through, uh, you know, February 3rd against, uh, you know, against UNC. So, uh, and some big wins along the way, obviously, you know, beating, uh, uh, Wake Forest and Virginia Tech, uh, Virginia, being Virginia Tech twice, actually, uh, you know, and, uh, University of Delaware. So, you know, definitely, uh, some, some huge wins there to kind of get back on track, but, uh, I'm definitely kind of curious, you know, so, so first of all, how, how many years have you been at state? Have, have you been four full years at state or five? Yeah, this is going to be my fourth year. Okay, cool. So, so kind of talk to me in terms of uh, you know the away side because I mean, like we see here, uh, you know, coming out of January, you guys traveled to St. Louis and uh, played three teams. So, 
So how does, uh, you know, the uh, road trips typically work from a scheduling perspective? I mean, you know, how do you guys, you know, balance, you know, being an aerospace engineer, for example, and, and traveling to St. Louis for a weekend, uh, to play three games and, and then, uh, you know, kind of a follow up question to that right after is, uh, do you have a favorite, uh, uh, away trip that you, you know, that kind of stands out in your mind from your time at NC State? Yeah. So, um, the trips, they are pretty difficult because obviously since we're not technically, you know, student athletes, we don't really get that absence um, verification that they do. Mm-hmm. So we got to we definitely do have to make up a lot of work. Um, and there's definitely a lot of homework being done on buses in the hotel rooms just to make sure that we stay on track. Um, but it's not it's not too bad because we definitely get enough time. The games take up maybe like four to five hours of our day, just including warmups and all that stuff. So, you know, there's, a, there's enough time to get this stuff done and favorite trip. That's a tough one. I mean, there've been a lot of good ones. Yeah. Um, I loved the nationals trip two years ago to Bismarck. That was a lot of fun. And I think two years ago as well, we also went to uh, Florida. We went down to, to play FGCU nice. in their home turf. And that was a lot of fun because the weather was amazing there. You know, it was in February, so we were in shorts, T-shirts, even went to the beach. So just a lot of fun, a lot of fun to hang out with the guys. That's awesome. So before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dressup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. So, uh, you know, kind of wanted to jump here into uh, uh, the ACCHL playoffs and we'll kind of touch base on that and then uh you know we'll kind of see where we stand time wise we've definitely got to get to the frozen friendly and then talk about mm-hmm. you know kind of what's next for what's what's left over for this season for the ice pack and uh life for you after nc state but uh yeah so i mean obviously going into this tournament uh you know obviously the team went in with i think a lot of uh uh momentum obviously you know losing the first uh game of a two game series against unc first one at home losing uh, but then, you know, the next night to go to UNC's, you know, arena, which at least from what Coach Healy told me, the head coach of Ice Pack told me was that even even with it still being at Hillsborough, which is, uh, you know, technically UNC's home uh, rink, that there was still apparently more red there than there was blue. So, uh, you know, that's I thought that was pretty sweet. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, kind of talk to me in terms of, I mean, because like I know talking to Coach Healy, we did our postgame interview and we said that this next game can say a lot we'll say a lot about this team if 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 you guys can you know bounce back after losing you know a tough one to unc on your home ice and then not even 24 hours later bounce back and win a game against unc to end the regular season on a high note and heading into the playoffs with some momentum that would be that's that's, that's a tough challenge i mean to to lose to your rival and then have to face your rival again that you have not beaten once this season play them on their own ice the last game of the regular season before playoffs, you know? So, I mean, tell me a little bit about that locker room in terms of, I mean, you know, what, what, what would you, like, if you had to, you know, pinpoint a reason, you know, for that turnaround, like, you know, what, what would you kind of give it to? I mean, you know, and you can even say leadership, you know, feel free to give yourself a little bit of, of, head, of, of, of props a little bit there as well. But I mean, cause that's tough. Like I'm saying anybody who's played sports, I mean, laying out that those, those, uh, you know, you know, things to come back against, that's tough for sure. 
Yeah, we um we had a meeting after or before the uh, the second game on Saturday at Hillsboro, mm-hmm. um just just the leadership group and um, the rest of the team, and we basically kind of said that this is a must win. Um, we knew our our again our backs were against the wall, and we we kind of were thinking that we're not going to lose four times this team. Like we can't be doing that this season. Um, we beat them so many times throughout the previous years, and if we go 0 and 4 against this team like it's it was just not good we none of us it was it wasn't sitting well with any of us so we kind of talked to the guys and we they they had the same understanding as us they had the same uh sentiment as us they're understandable and we kind of just all decided that we were going to just dial in and we we're going to do everything we had to not lose that game um it just came down to basically just who wanted it more and um Thankfully, we did. Yeah, absolutely. And I do want to kind of ask you one funny thing, too, which I learned after the game, uh, you know, that I was talking to some of the coaching staff's uh, wives, actually, and they were telling me about uh, the UNC goaltender and how he's uh, 38 and uh, he was a a former uh, uh, Marine uh, that, you know, joined uh, that, you know, went to UNC and decided to also play hockey while being at UNC as well. I mean, first of all, I mean, like, that's just first of all. that's just kind of a crazy thing to wrap your head around being like, you know, like how this guy who's double probably everybody else's age is playing on the same team. And and because uh, honestly, too, on top of that, I think he's only like technically a freshman or a sophomore. So he's technically, you know, still got a couple years left. Does that I mean, do you guys think about that at all? Like, do you guys talk about that at all? Just because to me, like, that just seems a little that's definitely unique, to say the least unique. Yeah, when we first heard about it, we were definitely kind of shocked. I don't think any of us really believed it. Um because, I mean, you don't really hear about uh, a guy who's almost 40 years old playing club hockey. Um, yeah. So we were definitely a little a little shocked. Um, and, yeah, we talk about it all the time. We uh, we know a couple, couple of his weaknesses, so we think we can exploit them going going further. But, um, yeah, it's definitely just – it's definitely something you don't see every day. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, so again, you know, obviously again, getting that huge win, you know, heading, you know, finishing off the regular season, heading into uh, the ACCHL tournament, which, uh, you know, like we were saying, I mean, Ice Packs won four in a row. Uh, so, you know, definitely heading into uh, Winston-Salem, heading into the tournament. There was definitely a lot of uh, eyes on, you know, the Ice Pack for sure. And, uh, you know, you come off strong and get a huge win over Virginia Tech 9-1, which was, uh, you know, expected i think in, in my eyes at least for sure against virginia tech team that you guys pretty much had control of the whole season but then heading into the semifinals uh you know on saturday against penn state uh you know one of the things that really stood out to me was that the that penn state had only played 22 games this season which you guys played well over 30 and uh so you know to me it's it's kind of a, a risky thing now i know that one thing which is kind of interesting as well and maybe this kind of a can be a good point to talk about this, but Penn State is new this year to the division, correct? They they just joined the the ACCHL league. Am I correct on that? Yeah, this is their first year. Okay, cool. So I mean, so how's it, how's it typically work? Because I've seen, and a lot of people said this, like, why is Penn State playing against us in the ACCHL? And then also too, because I've seen within the ACCHL that there's different divisions, even as well. Can you kind of give for you know even myself, just kind of get a little bit of a reminder, but for fans that don't know exactly how that works, just how that's all formatted, you know, and, and everything like that. Yeah, so um, this is actually the first year of this two-division format because um, the commissioner of the ACC is always trying to make the league better, and it has been. We've been 
us and ourselves. It's, it's not to the commissioner of the ACC overall, because because the ACCHL is is not technically an ACC division because we're not a varsity yeah. sport, correct? So mm-hmm. okay, yeah, cool, that's Got correct, it. cool. Um, but yeah, they, we've just been trying to get more competition and um, you know better teams in the ACC. And when Penn State and Rowan both decided to join, um, we or they made a split division, so they took what they thought to be. I guess the top teams in the ACCHL and the bottom teams in the ACCHL and they kind of split them. So there's six in the top and I think there, I think there might be 10 in the bottom. I'm not sure. I I do think they have a little bit more, but um, for our division, uh, two teams were the top two teams in the ACCHL were to get a bye on that Friday. So which was Penn state and UNC. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the bottom four would play. And then mm-hmm. it'd go into the semis and then the finals. Um, but yeah, they, that is their first year and they came in kind of, they came in, I've heard because they thought, cause they couldn't get a win in their previous league and they thought they could get a win in um, the ACCHL. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we played them, we knew it was going to be a tough game. We knew it was probably going to be low scoring just cause they're, they're a really solid team. They got solid D solid mm-hmm. systems um, and a good goaltender. So, Mm-hmm. We knew we were going to have to battle, and it was kind of just whoever made the first mistake was probably going to lose. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately, they scored on us in the second, and um, we we had some chances, but we weren't able to to capitalize on any of them. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and one thing, too, which, uh, you know, I do want to kind of ask a little bit here, too, but, uh, you know, going into the Penn State game, uh, you know, obviously uh, Coach Healy gave gave me the honor of, uh, you know, coming in and giving you guys the, the starting lineup uh, before the game. And uh, just kind of get a little bit of background, you know, Coach Healy, you know, I, I was I've, I literally messaged him the whole season and be like, hey, you know, what can I do? When can I announce the starting lineup to the team or whatever? And, you know, it was always you know, that uh, I just can never message early enough uh, to uh, get on the get on the schedule before somebody else had taken it. And uh, so, you know, finally, I messaged uh, Coach Lee right when uh, the ACHL, you know, tournament times were announced. I was like, hey, my wife can be there Saturday. Uh, you know, my wife and I can be there Saturday. You know, can can I do it then? He was like, yeah, that's cool. And of course, you know, from the moment uh, he agreed to it, he was like, but you got to bring energy, though. You got to bring energy. And uh and literally, yeah, just every single time I talked to him, just got to bring energy, got to bring energy. And then even when we got there and I, you know, said, Coach Ely, hey, you know, I'm here, you know, let me know when I need to go back. He was like, all right now, but you got to bring that energy now. And I was just like, oh my God, like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, coach, like the more you say it, the more it just makes me like, just like, like, okay, just be careful what you wish for. Cause I'm going to let it unload now, now that you keep saying that. And then on top of it too, cause I mean, again, I was. I was nervous heading into it because, you know, first of all, Coach Healy kept saying, like, you know, just remember, this is the last thing the players hear before they go down the ice, which I was like, oh, my God, okay. And then on top of it, too, I guess uh, uh, Kevin or Keith, whatever his name is, the guy who's, uh, you know, the uh, Ice Pack fan, you know, crazy fan or whatever, I guess yeah. he did uh, y'all's uh, uh, starting lineup for the before the Virginia Tech game. And uh, Coach Healy, like right before, you know, we went to the locker room, said, yeah, you know, Kevin or Keith, whatever his name is, uh, you know, did it for us yesterday, did a really good job. And uh, so, which I'm like, Coach, you're killing me. Like, so that just made me even more nervous on top of it, knowing that, like, I had this bar, this expectation going into it as well. And and literally, like, on Saturday, driving there, like, my wife could tell you, like, I was just 
like fit to be tied. Just like, just, just, just like, because like literally I was going in my head because I didn't know like how long like I had. Like I didn't know like if he said, yeah, 30 seconds or you have two minutes or something like that. And so like I had like all these different things I want to touch on, even had like general ideas like, okay, if he gives me 30 seconds, I'm going to talk this much or say this, that is, they say that. And, uh, so then once he told me, you know, you have one, you know, you have one minute go. And, uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was it was cool. It was awesome. And again, I mean, if you if you haven't seen that already, uh, we 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 posted it on our Twitter page, and uh, uh, it was fun. It was great. And uh, you know, I'm sure I don't know if you saw it even as well, but like the whole time, my left hand was just was just moving the whole time, which I it was a mix of nervousness, but it was also adrenaline. Like like honestly, like once I started, I was just like, all right, like you know, just like Coach Lou said, I'm bringing energy. I'm letting it all go like you know ready or not here we go and uh so uh you know just wanted to kind of mention that but so now i've said all that hugo being a captain leader yourself uh you know how would you rate how would you rate my my pregame speech from from one to ten and and, and be honest don't you know you don't have to be nice just because you're on the show man feel free to give me some constructive feedback man no it was it was really good you definitely go. came in with energy that's for sure um, and that's you know that's the main thing we need we always say that to to tim and to the guys we just need energy need energy because you know, we all feed off that. So that was, no, I'd give it, I'd give it probably a nine or a 10. Definitely. Let's go. That's definitely sick. got, definitely got the boys ready to play. Let's go. That's sick. I love that. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll kind of dive into here more, uh, to kind of wrap up, uh, you know, obviously the, this Penn state game and then talking about, uh, you know, again, what's next for the season, talk about frozen family a little bit here in part two here. So with that being said, you know, we'll fact nation, make sure again, uh, to follow this ice pack team again, uh, you know, this is a great team to follow, uh, you know, tickets to the games themselves. I know, uh, uh, for the for the Monday night game, Frozen Finley game at Carter Finley, the game's at seven. Uh, it's free, uh, you know, to to go. So I mean, again, to be able to see, you know, a hockey game taking place on Carter in Carter Finley Stadium, um, happening at NC State versus you know UNC for free. I mean, you know, you're not going to beat that. So make sure to go and support these boys and uh, help them get this huge, huge win to uh, to kind of uh, you know shorten the series lead for UNC a little bit more. And uh, so make sure to support them there. And uh, and with that being said, Wolfpack Nation, thank you so much for, for joining us here. If you want to see part two here, make sure, again, to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, which is free to do so. That way you're notified on all your devices whenever we go live with any new Insta content. Hit this like button if you love Insta Day Ice Pack just like us. And also, to give us a follow Tuffy Talk now on Twitter and Instagram. We'll see you all for part two. As always, go Pack, y'all.